Bloody bloody blah. Hello, wonderful humans. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now listening to the podcast show Inner Gardening with Eve. My name is Eva from the Garden of Eve on the internet, on social media, and in my mind and in my heart. Today I wanted to talk about the topic oneness and universal love. And I haven't really prepared anything as usual, I guess. Uh, but I've been thinking about this um, and what it means to me. And um, yeah, I've had some insights that I wanted to share with you. So I've been thinking about this um, in relation to learning to love myself. I always had some form of, I guess, yeah, the universal love for everything around me. Um, but... I thought that 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 thing was universal love, but I must admit that I was wrong because all this time I didn't really love myself. So how could I love the world around me if I don't love myself because I am part of everything. And I think many people struggle with the same issue as I do, that they really care about everything around them, but then on the other hand they don't really love themselves or you have people that um, are very focused on themselves and then don't see the bigger picture and don't love the world that they are living in and, and the people and the creatures that they are surrounded with um, I think yeah that this is to me this is just quite sad because I think we for forget that um, we are part of everything. And um, I've always felt very hurt when I saw other people get hurt or when I see animals get hurt. Because I realize that they are part of me, I guess. Or it feels that way. Um, but on the, on the other hand... I couldn't care less if I got hurt myself or uh, I hurt myself on purpose because I didn't love myself, hated myself even sometimes. And there was just this, I guess it is this cognitive dissonance that, um, yeah, I thought I was a very loving person, but maybe I wasn't. Um, I was just soaking in the misery of everyone and everything around me because I feel those things very deeply. I think many of us do, some of us don't, but that's okay. I'm not here to judge whether that is good or bad, but I did feel it could could weigh me down, all the suffering. I try to relieve it, um, but I couldn't let go of it. Um, I hold, held on to the suffering of other people, of, of the animals, of everything. And um, that made the suffering within me so big. And I think that 
the fact that I was already suffering from, from for other people, I guess. I made the suffering myself, um, but, you know, I soaked up their pain and I, I, I let it stay within me. And I think that because the sadness and the suffering became so big, I, w I would attract more and also direct harm to myself. And, and I, I mean that in a way that when you're already feeling victimized or um, identify with victimhood, I guess that is what I did from a very young age because I could feel it so much around me and I wanted to resolve it, so I took it upon me. But when you already are in that state, it is so logical that you will attract more to bring you in that state and that's what happened, I guess. That's how I got traumatized and abused, I guess. Yeah. It's hard for me to say it's all I, I, I know those things but it's sometimes it hard it's hard to verbalize. So yeah, I've taken another route and I try to let go a little bit of this it's still hard but I try to let go of the suffering that I see around me um, for me meditation and really grounding um, myself helps me I try to give my suffering back to the earth or maybe I pretend that I do this but especially when I do grounding exercises I really feel like I can transform it or give it back to the earth and that helps. I also try to consume less suffering. Um, the, mo the easiest way for me to do this is just I don't have a TV. Helps a lot. I can recommend anyone doing this. So yeah and of course I've been working on my self-confidence um, increasing self-love for myself <laughs> of course that's the word so yeah and this and and, and I increased my self-love by soaking myself more into positivity doing exercises to increase my confidence and I think that in that way I have changed the course and hopefully more good things will be attracted by the good things and I feel like it's working doesn't mean it's <laughs> it's always easy because we still have pain and I also think it is dangerous if we uh, perpetuate you know what some people do the idea that we have to be positive and everything has to be nice and if you're not positive then people will cut you off or they don't want to hear about any negative stuff uh, or pain and I think that's very dangerous because I I actually I've tried to do that you know uh, whether that was consciously or unconscious I due to the trauma I tried to dissociate from everything it didn't always work it came back to me every time um, but I tried to stay positive but I was still in pain so I think we have to find a balance we have to f have to learn that um, how do you say this mm. We have to learn that we are capable of changing our thoughts. 
so that we are in that respect in control of our own life uh, through the thoughts we think but on the other hand we cannot uh, cannot avoid the pain if we try to it will bite us in the ass later <laughs> whether that is soon or late um yeah so i think we have to acknowledge the pain on the one hand and try to deal with it try to uh, process it so we can let it go oftentimes acknowledgement is just enough to to let it go and on the other hand we have to learn how to change our thoughts and how to pick beliefs that's are that are serving us that are helpful so that when we come out of that pain and we can step back into that positive light again so we have the best of both worlds on the one hand we learn how to cope with our emotions how to um yeah cope with the pain or not coping i mean it's really actually healing the pain i wouldn't say it's coping because coping is try is especially what i want to avoid so that's not the right word i'm sorry and on the other hand we um we can embrace the positivity as well. So I, for me, that has been working. I can imagine that some people want to focus on that positive thinking stuff all the time. But to me, it's not realistic and sometimes even dangerous. So yeah. The thought of universal love led me here. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess now that I've found that balance, I really feel like I am capable of loving everything. Doesn't mean I like everyone um, right away, but I do have a lot of compassion. I always thought I was very compassionate, but now it's like 10 times more and it's wonderful, really. So I I just I wish this for wish this upon everyone feeling this compassionate and learning to find that balance between acknowledging our pain and um, being capable to choose our own thoughts and um, live in the light so that we are both aware of you know the darkness our shadows and the light. I guess <laughs> because we need both otherwise it's just living a half-life I guess um, <laughs> I think this was my ramble I hope you found it interesting yeah I just I didn't prepare a script as I said but I found my thoughts quite interesting <laughs> thank you me uh, so yeah Thanks again. Um, I hope to see you next time. If you want to look me up on the internet, you can um, find my website www.thegardenofeve.org. Org. Org. That's so hard. I'm Dutch, by the way. Anyway, and you can find me on social media at the Garden of Eve, or search for me. Uh, search for my name, Eva Bauer, you will find me somehow, I guess. Um, so yeah, thanks very much. Looking forward to talk to you again soon.
Bye.